Nurses, have you ever wanted to be a private eye or a detective? Well, your nursing career may need you to get out your magnifying glass and do some deep digging. Let's unpack how to be your very own Sherlock of nursing right here on episode 119 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. Welcome to longtime listeners, and welcome to those who are listening for the very first time. Whether you're in China, France, the United States, Ecuador, Bolivia, Canada, thank you for being here. Shout out to everyone out there who's been tuning in. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, the Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast, the Gluten-Free RN, and a couple new shows coming your way very soon. I know I keep saying that, but they are launching soon. So please watch out for Kevin Ross's new kickflip effect. And we're bringing on Sarah Santa Croce, my friend from Geneva, Switzerland, and her introvert business owner podcast. You can find The Nurse Keith Show on iTunes, you can find me all over social media, and you can find the show notes for this episode at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 119. That is nursekeith.com forward slash episode 119. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here. I want to dig into today's fun topic. So hop on into the studio with me and let's get to it. Folks, on Monday, July 31st, I published a blog post over on Digital Doorway called Be Your Very Own Nursing Career Detective. And I was thinking about old detective movies. I was thinking about watching Columbo with Peter Falk when I was a kid or The Rockford Files. I know I'm dating myself. And those of you who are younger might think of detectives like CSI Miami or Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch, however you relate to private eyes and detectives, that's what I've been thinking about in terms of nursing careers. And this blog post was really fun to write, and I wanted to share some reflections on it here on The Nurse Keith Show. So no matter where you are in your career, whether you're just getting out of nursing school or maybe you're four or five years in and you're trying to figure out where to head next, or maybe like me, you're two decades in and it's time for a change, or maybe you've been in even longer and you're looking at maybe how you're going to do your retirement and what you want to do in nursing after you leave full-time work, or maybe you're just looking to get another degree or a certification and you want to make a change and you really want to grow and you want to expand and have this sense of expansion and breadth and depth of your career. And that takes a little bit of digging to figure out what it is you want and how you're going to get there. So back in the day, I don't even know what show this was, but they used to say just the facts, ma'am. And for some of you older listeners, maybe you can write in and tell me what show that was. Was it Hawaii Five O? Was it Dragnet? I don't know. But just the facts is actually 
quite apropos here. So the root of the word detective, as I mentioned in the blog post, is the word detect, which means to perceive, to recognize, to discern, to be aware of. And of course, we know what the root of the word investigator is. I don't think I need to point that out. So if we want just the facts, how does the nursing process work? It's about facts, right? The first letter of ADPI is A, which stands for assessment, right? We have assessment, diagnosis, planning, implementation, and evaluation. So assessment is the gathering of data and facts. So if you want just the facts, ma'am, this is a great time to employ the nursing process when you're looking at your career, examining it, holding it up like it's something you're holding in your hand and you're looking at it from an objective witness viewpoint. You're not emotionally attached to the outcome. And here's the thing. You want to detach your emotions from this particular potentially emotional investigation because your nursing career may have had many ups and downs and there might be lots of stuff going on for you, including vicarious traumatization. So you want to kind of distance yourself as you gather the facts. So you want to do an assessment in terms of your nursing career, and this is where your Sherlock skills come in. Now, in the show notes and also in the blog post, I have a list of questions. Now, these aren't the only questions you can ask yourself when you're doing your Sherlocking or your CSI investigation of your nursing career, but these are some questions that I think are salient to the situation at hand. So first, am I happy in my nursing career? I often say that I'm a holistic nursing career coach, because I don't just look at resumes and LinkedIn and your cover letters and your interview skills, though I'm happy to do that with any of you who need my help. However, we need to look at your lifestyle, not just your work style. And we need to know that you're happy in your career and happy in your personal life. So that is a deep dive that you really need to do some assessment of. You need to assess whether you feel well taken care of and valued by your employer and also by your colleagues. That's a really important one. And speaking of colleagues and your employer, we need to look at the culture of your workplace. Is it supportive? Is it negative? Is there bullying? Is there harassment? Is there discrimination? We need to look at these things objectively and decide, yes, I'm in a really unhealthy workplace, God darn it, and I need to get out of here. You also have to ask if your work style interferes with your lifestyle. Is your work keeping you from attending parent-teacher conferences? Is your work keeping you from being able to keep up with friends and family? Is your social life completely decimated because you just can't get out of the house because you're so exhausted in between shifts? That is a work style, lifestyle problem. You also want to look at is there something that you want to do in your life or in your work that you haven't done yet? Do you want to live in Bali for a year? Seriously. Do you want to become a pediatric nurse practitioner? Do you want to be a nurse entrepreneur like me and work in your pajamas from home like I am right now? So these are questions to ask. It's also important to look at your work, to look at where you are and think and question yourself, am I bored? Or am I engaged? 
not just are you happy, but are you engaged? Is your intellect engaged? Is your critical thinking really working? Do you have to put on your thinking cap to get things done at work? Or do you just kind of slog through the day with as little thought process as possible? Also, we can look at money how you feel valued in terms of the remuneration of your work. You can look at whether there's room for advancement in your workplace. And finally, the last three questions I list here are super important. One is, what are my values? You need to look at what values drive you as a nurse and as a human being, and then assess if your work is in opposition to your values? Are you having to do things at work or treat patients in a particular way that really goes against your values? That is an ethical and moral dilemma that you need to wrestle with. And speaking of values, sometimes what we need to do is a deep dive into our personal mission as nurses and as human beings to find out what it is we feel like we are doing here. And that could be a huge existential question like, what is my purpose on this planet? And it can also be, what is my purpose in, let's say, this decade of my life? What do I want to accomplish here in my 50s? That's a question I'm asking myself at this very moment. I'm turning 53 in August. So it can be a big, big existential question like, what is my life all about? And am I doing work that really speaks to those values and that mission? Or it can be a smaller mission, the more narrow mission of this current period or chapter of your life. And finally, does your work reflect your personal mission? If it doesn't, we need to talk because something's going to have to change. Because you know what? When your work doesn't reflect your values and your personal mission, that's where resentment and unhappiness take hold like a virus and it will spread throughout your entire life if you're not careful. So that is part of the fact-finding mission when you're going to CSI your nursing career. Now, folks, you need to leave no stone unturned in your assessment and in your gathering of information. You need to look everywhere, just like any great detective that you see on Masterpiece Theater or whatever. They don't give up until they solve the crime or resolve the mystery. So remember a few minutes ago, I said that you want to keep your emotions out of it. Well, once you've done your data collection, your dry data collection, then you want to get a little juicy. You want to start digging deeper. Remember I was asking about your mission and your values and whether they're reflected in your work? Well, this is the period where you're going to do a little bit deeper dive into figuring out why there's incongruence between your mission values and your work style and why your lifestyle is suffering because of that incongruence. Now, that doesn't necessarily feel really good. And yes, detectives can remain non-emotional, maybe almost sociopathic in their ability to distance themselves from their work. This is not your time to distance yourself. This is the time to dig deep. If you've been the target of bullying or lateral violence, if you've been discriminated against, if you've been castigated or otherwise treated negatively at work, this can seriously impair your ability to see reality clearly, and it can also impact the ways in which 
you react to your colleagues and even how you react to your family at home. If you're being bullied, if you're sweating and throwing up in the bathroom when you get to work because you're so nervous about facing the bully who controls the entire unit, that is going to have some impact on you, my friends. Now, sometimes you can resolve these types of issues yourself, but sometimes you need to unpack it with a professional. And I don't mean a detective or a private investigator. I mean a psychotherapist, a counselor, a faith leader, a psychologist. Sometimes you need to look at the deeper stuff that's going on because your work can really impact your life in such a universal, overarching, and underlying way. If you're super unhappy, if you've been bullied and discriminated against and treated just like trash, it's going to affect your self-esteem, your confidence, and it might get to the point where it's really become a big problem for you and it's shaken your confidence in the rest of your life. So you can't allow your career, your nursing career, to negatively impact your life in such a way that it depletes, it drains the happiness and joy from your life. So this is where a professional can come in handy. Now, a career coach can help you with certain aspects of looking at your career, but when it comes to depression, anxiety, trauma, any of those types of issues, that is for a licensed professional because coaches aren't really licensed professionals. You need a mental health professional to help you with those particular types of issues. You heard it here first. Well, actually, you probably didn't hear it here first, but I wanted to give a little disclaimer about coaching. And if you are speaking or working with a life coach who claims that they can treat a pathology, that is not the way coaching works. They should not be treating or claiming to treat or cure any type of pathology. So if you're traumatized, see a trauma specialist, not a life coach. I love life coaches, but not for issues that really need deep psycho-emotional and psycho-spiritual unpacking. A negative workplace culture can, like I say in the blog post, sour your entire professional experience. You definitely need to get yourself out of any situation where you're being bullied or discriminated against. It's not worth staying unless you want to make a concerted effort to make sure that bully gets fired. So definitely do that documentation and reporting and make sure that bully gets their just desserts. However, if it's damaging your health, if it's in any way detected in your investigation that you have been made sick, either physically, emotionally, spiritually, or psychologically by the situations at work, you need to grab that parachute and you need to jump out of the plane, my friends. No paycheck is worth getting destroyed emotionally and spiritually and psychologically at work because you need to pay the bills. There's got to be another way. You can't do that to yourself. And when I say that you should leave no stone unturned in your investigations, I really mean no stone unturned. Like, for instance, perhaps you decide you're just going to jettison out of your job, like I just recommended, you grab a parachute and you jump out, and you feel like everything's going to be better when you find a new job. Well, everything may or may not be better when you find a new job. Because remember a few minutes ago I said that your experience and the trauma you've experienced in your current workplace can color the way you look at your work and look at your career and maybe even 
view other nurses and the healthcare system in general? Well, when you go to an interview for a potential job, they may pick up on that negativity. When you get to that new job, you may still feel so traumatized that you're actually not able to be present at your new job. And you might start projecting, psychologically projecting all these negative stereotypes and feelings that you took on from your other job onto your new workplace. And you don't want to do that. You want to start off on the right foot. So the knots that have developed in your psyche that need to be untangled from your previous negative experiences, those need to get untangled because those grudges, those resentments, those hurts, those pains, you don't want them to bleed into that next position. You don't want them to show on your face when you're being interviewed and being asked about your career and your recent positions. You have to unpack that stuff. You need to really try to heal that stuff so you can embrace your career with a renewed trust in the profession, with healthy boundaries, and that sense of mission and personal purpose that's really going to drive you forward in a really positive and inspired way. Hey folks, I want to take a quick pause for the cause here to remind you that I'm going to be speaking once again at the National Nurses and Business Association Annual Conference in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, September 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2017. If you have even a tiny interest in starting a business or a side hustle as a nurse entrepreneur, the NNBA conference is the premier place to be in order to light the fire of nurse entrepreneurship in your heart and mind. And you know what? Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala from RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network are going to be joining me in presenting a pre-conference workshop on the power of podcasting. That's right. If you would like to launch a podcast, whether it's related to nursing and healthcare or something entirely different, you can learn from us. We're the experts and you can come away with everything you need to know to launch your own podcast. There are also going to be pre-conference workshops on legal nurse consulting, on the business of blogging, so many great ways to learn, so many awesome people to meet. This is my favorite conference of the year. So head over to the show notes for this episode and click on the links for more information. I will see you in Florida at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference, September 8th through 10th, 2017. So in terms of this investigation of your nursing career, how do you know when you've solved the case? How do you know when you've gotten to the point where you're healthy and happy again? Well, like Sherlock Holmes would say, it's elementary, Watson. And what I'll say is elementary is to go back to the beginning of this podcast or the blog post or the show notes and ask yourself some of those same questions. Am I happy in my nursing career? Do I feel well taken care of by my employer and my colleagues? Is my workplace culture supportive and collaborative? Does my work style interfere with my lifestyle or enhance my lifestyle? All of those questions are then your way of going back to the end of the nursing process. Remember my mention of the nursing process a little while ago? You go back to that evaluation period and see, okay, let me sit back and evaluate how I've changed things for the better. Let me sit back and see, wow, the colleagues at my new workplace really are collaborative. They really treat each other well. 
The doctors and nurses get along for the most part. The surgeons are cooperative and collaborative. All the ancillary staff work well together. There's a pretty nice workplace culture. Wow, check mark. I've done a pretty good job. And you might say to yourself, well, you know, that six months of supportive counseling at the counseling center downtown really did the trick. I feel like I got to the bottom of those resentments and grudges I was holding. I've released them and I can move forward with the rest of my career. In fact, I feel a personal mission now to become a nurse practitioner and really serve the public in an even more amazing way than I've been all along. So it's elementary because you have to look at pardon the bad pun, but you have to look at the elements of your life, your lifestyle, your work style, how things are going at work, how things are going at home, your health. Are you taking care of yourself? Are you feeling healthy and happy and balanced? That is one of the elementary pieces to assess as you're evaluating the outcome of your investigation and your interventions, because your interventions are what you do to get yourself out of those negative situations, right? Grabbing that parachute and jumping out of that job that's killing you, getting away from the bully that's dogging you at work every day. So if nights are killing you in your work, you've switched to days and your circadian rhythms have reset and you're actually feeling much healthier. You actually have a better social life because you're available in the evenings now to see friends and family. You're healthy and fit. Your work style and lifestyle are congruent. You can make it to the gym. You're running again. You're doing yoga. You're doing Tai Chi. You're making green smoothies in the morning. You feel like you really have your life down. You feel like your relationships and your health are better. Your investigation led you to the conclusion that you needed to radically alter your life. So a healthy, fit nurse who feels good about his or her body, who prioritizes health and well-being, who loves their work, is more effective on the job and is happier when they come home, take off their scrubs, put on their pajamas, and snuggle on the couch with their loved one to watch TV. (laughs) So, you know, it is elementary because it's those elements of your life that you want to make sure your ducks are in a row, your T's are crossed, your I's are dotted, and your health is on track, and your job and your career are not killing you or harming you in any way. So just to recap, folks, what I've been talking about here is being that detective, being that private investigator who can kind of um, unemotionally look at your life, look at your career, establish the facts, establish all of the data that tells you how you're really doing. This takes honesty. It takes the ability to look at yourself critically from the point of view of a witness rather than from inside. You look at yourself from the outside and it takes this not uncanny, but a powerful ability to do honest, bald faced self-assessment and then really take ownership of what you see. And if you don't like what you see, then taking ownership of inspired actions that will get you from point A to point B to point C, especially if you need to escape a workplace that is traumatizing or damaging you in any way. 
And when I mentioned no stone unturned, that means digging even deeper. That means seeking professional help if you really feel you have been traumatized. And friends, I have spoken with many nurses who have indeed been traumatized. And I have said, look, I can help you get ready for interviews. I can help you with your resume. We can talk about your career plans, but you know what? You've got some serious stuff going on, not necessarily mental illness, just some trauma and depression or something else happening. You need to deal with that too. I will coach you, but you need to get into counseling. I have done that a number of times. I have made those recommendations. Some people have taken me up on it. I can't always work with people who are unwilling to look at that deeper psycho-emotional and psycho-spiritual stuff because they're not going to necessarily be successful in their job search and their career development when they haven't unpacked and unwound and untangled the stuff that's truly holding them back and that's truly sticking in their craw as a thorn in their side and not allowing them to move forward. Pardon the mixed metaphors. Anyway, folks, finally, I told you that it's elementary, that you need to break down the elements of your life once you've done your investigation and assessment. Go back to the questions I posed at the beginning of this, and they are all in the show notes and in the blog post that will be referenced in the show notes. Ask those questions of yourself again, and I recommend over the course of your career, you need to keep investigating Keep that Sherlock Holmes hat around. Keep the magnifying glass out because you might need to start looking at your career again and examining what works for you and what's not working for you. And when stuff is not working for you, do that deeper dive to get to the source of whatever it is that's going on and then heal it. Heal that trauma, heal that unhappiness, figure out how to make your work style and lifestyle work together and be more congruent, and it will lead you to greater happiness and success and career satisfaction. So folks, there you have it. That is episode 119. Thanks for tuning in once again to the Nurse Keith Show. If you're a first-time listener, again, thank you for being here. And if you're a long-time listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping coming back. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered by this episode. I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and development. And I must say, your personal happiness and well-being. And did you know that you could become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? Well, Keith, what does that mean? Well, it means that you go to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith. And you can pledge as little as $2 a month to support the production and the promotion of the Nurse Keith Show. That's 50 cents an episode, folks. Now, if you pledge more than $2, at least $5, I will actually send you some gifts in the mail. Can you believe it? So head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to learn about what gifts and freemiums you might receive in the mail from me if you pledge a little bit of money towards the help of producing the show and promoting the show and bringing all of this great content to nurses around the world on six continents. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the wonderful Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Social media and promotion are handled by the equally wonderful Mark Cappiespeason. As usual, hats off to Tim and Mark for their excellent help. 
The executive producer of The Nurse Keith Show is Kevin Ross. Just want to give a shout out to Kevin over at Pulse Media Network. And I want you all to go check out the new RNFM radio. RNFM Radio 4.0 is coming at you with Ashley Poffett Miller, myself, and Sean Dent. It is awesome. It drops every other Wednesday morning. Check out RNFM Radio at rnfmradio.com or the Pulse Media Network. All right, folks, I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and keep tuning in as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, inspired, and healthy than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. (laughs) 